0: What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another Big Fat episode of Big Run the Chip. I'm your host, Big Fat Run. Oh, I added a fat in there because I said Big Fat episode. I wanted to do, um, you know, one of the greatest things I ever learned was from a guy. I want to call him out by name. Um, I don't know. I don't know the the name he's currently living under. Um, I f- apparently, had to leave, go away. There's some trouble. It happens. Anyway, I can't be any more specific than that. <laughs> Anyway, I learned a lot from this guy, and uh, one thing he said, uh, we're doing some work, and I'm like, do I do it this way, or that way, what do you think's the best, because I really trusted this guy, I'm very, very sensitive about my work, because I just take it, in general, I take it way too fucking seriously, I've gone over that, you know, I find that work is a, for me, is a form of meditation, it's, a, it's, it's how I, you know found myself, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, a lot of people define themselves as a work, it's not a matter of money, I don't even know what I make, I, I have no idea, honestly. I, I move some papers around, I, I do I do wash money sometimes, I don't know why I said that, um, but anyway, I don't, my point is, is I'm not defined by money, I don't give a fuck about it, actually that's a huge problem in my life, is that I don't care enough about this shit, um, never really have, but anyway the satisfaction of doing fucking work or, or I just got out of the gym now if I told you guys what I did in there you probably mostly be like what the fuck is that that's nothing to be proud of because I wasn't really lifting a lot I didn't even run that much but I went till I could barely fucking stand up um and I fucking sweated so fucking much because I'm fucking out of shape uh, and like I always say, you know what? It's like those first few workouts. Getting your fucking foot back in the door of the fucking gym after you've been away for a while, or if you've never even fucking been there. That's probably the hardest fucking part. Um, don't get me wrong. It's, there's some really hard shit to come after that. Just Not just throwing a cliche at you. But anyway, that's a huge one right there. And that's like imaginary fucking fear. Or sometimes real fear, because you can go through some real pain in there. But whatever it is... And the thing I love about it, whether it's work or whether it's school, whether it's fucking the the, the gym or some relationship, whatever you're working on, you know that's a this is a conversation you can only have with yourself. And uh, you know when you put in the effort, you know when you're trying and when you're not. You can bullshit the entire fucking planet. You can even bullshit yourself, but there's something inside you that knows, you know. Anyway, I don't. I didn't want to get on here to fucking preach. But anyway, regardless of how pathetic that workout may have been... And it was fucking leg day. Which was fucking excruciating. Um, I don't know. I've never been a big leg day guy. I appreciate the value of it. I skipped way too many of them. And I'm all out of proportion. I got to the point where my upper body was so big and fucking heavy. I couldn't even squat. Like, I don't even mean with weight. I mean, I couldn't even like squat or kneel without falling over. Because my fucking little bitch fucking legs could barely hold up my big upper body. It was ridiculous. Because I just... I do arms fucking eight times a week, you know, fucking chest twice a week, back fucking twice a week, shoulders, whatever, you know. I spend six and a half days on the fucking nipples up, <laughs> raise them up about nipple high. It's obviously a Zap Brannigan. You know what I never realized, which seems painfully obvious after you're told? Everything's painfully obvious after someone tells you. Um, is that uh, Zap Brannigan, obviously from Futurama, I don't know if there's another Zap Brannigan, who knows? But anyway, he was based, uh, he he was originally written for Phil Hartman, and that is such a Phil Hartman character. But then he fucking died, uh, I guess, shortly before they made the show, so Billy West took over. And Billy West is just doing a Phil Hartman impression. Now, it's one of my favorite voices ever. For a Phil Hartman impression, it's kind of like, not that, you know, it could be better. But actually, Hank Azaria was talking about this, um, how he's obviously a voice actor from The Simpsons. Uh, Mo was a, a shitty um, impression. He couldn't get an impression right, and it was his impression of I think it was Sunny from Dog Day Afternoon, and he couldn't get the voice right. So anyway, he just kept that voice uh, because he obviously spent a lot of time. and And as a guy who used to do a lot of impressions, again, it's something I was very passionate about. No one ever paid me to do them. You know, it was never like a fucking class I was taking how to do a fucking impression. Um, but it's something I love doing. And, um, what was my point? I, I just felt like I related the two things together, and then my brain crashed. Oh, anyway, yeah, Hank Azaria was saying, um, a lot of voices that become something else, uh, they started out as something else. He never would have said something so fucking stupid. Hold on. <laughs> a lot of voices that you're trying to do, even a botched attemp- attempt, I was going to say attemption, a botched attemption. Look, if I said that enough, it would turn into a fucking commonly used word by me and no one else. That was another Attemption at a Joke. <laughs> I'm full of it today. This fucking segment of a podcast is like the podcast equivalent of the workout I just did. I, it, it's painful to, to to look at this and be like, I am fucking trying right now. I'm trying my darndest, okay guys? Attemption, I think... I don't know if that's an attempt at a, uh, an impression or a redemption of an attempt, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll work on that later, we'll, we'll put that on the back burner for now, but anyway, so yeah, a botched impression can turn into its own voice, and obviously Moe Sislak from The Simpsons is a way bigger character than fucking Sonny from Dog Day Afternoon, which no one even fucking hardly remembers, um, you know, obviously fucking Al Pacino went on to do great things, but Fredo, fuck. Not so much. Did anyone even know he was in that movie? Does anyone even know what Fredo's real name is? I loved him. I thought he was great. Um, but I don't even fucking remember his name. That's, that's brutal. I, I had a buddy named Alfredo, uh, I don't like to name people by names, but, uh, and that's, that's singling him out. There's not a lot of Alfredos. <laughs> and when I met him, I was like, hey man, when you get Fettuccine Alfredo, are you just like, Fettuccine me, or you just point at yourself? And he, <laughs> he thought that was funny. That's how, he, that's how I know he was a good guy, because that wasn't funny at all. It was the lamest shit ever. I wasn't even a dad back then. This is 20 years ago. And he, and he laughed, so I was like, this, this guy's a stand-up guy. Um, anyway, Alfredo, if you're out there, I know you're doing better things than listening to this shit, but you're a stand-up guy, I tell you, They named a fettuccine after you. Well, I mean a sauce. Anyway, is it pronounced pasta or pasta? That's really fucking bothered me. I always said pasta, and now it sounds wrong. But pasta sounds even more wrong, like there's a W, like pasta. Unless you're saying, like, you know, you pronounce... Like, there's no other situation where you pronounce that word that way. Or that, those... Yeah, I don't know, but it's the English language, which is fucked. So maybe I'm saying it wrong. Maybe it is pasta. Maybe it's pasta. Both sound wrong now. There's no... Like, you know what I mean? So now I just say pastoo. And uh, I'm just gonna keep saying that'll be a commonly used uh, pronunciation by me. Fuck, I remember there were so many fucking old Italians. They love it when you call them Italians. My buddy was Italian, but he would say, that. actually, he was Canadian. Let me be clear he was Canadian um <laughs> I don't know he would take offense if anyone would call him Italian but it's mostly because he was using it as an insult constantly he very much was Italian time but he was very he's more proud of being he's very proud of being Canadian as well and he loved to talk shit about as he called them Italians and um anyway they fucking uh these these guys come a lot of them didn't even speak English but they fucking pantomime everything out with their face and their hands so you don't even need to really know the language maybe a few words here or there but they're like motioning so fucking aggressively, it's like, fuck, I don't speak sign language, but I do know what this guy wants, anyway, there is endless, uh, I was just time one of these fucking old nonas comes in, and she's unscrewing the jars of the fucking tomato sauce, first of all, what are you doing, like, you could make, you're, you're probably 130 years old lady, and you could make anything better than this, maybe she's just tasting it, so she can be like, ah, yeah, people pay money for this shit, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but she was dipping her pinky and licking it, sometimes twice, and then putting the jar back, uh, lid back on and putting them back on the shelf. So, let this be a public service announcement. If your fucking, uh, pop is topped, just know that a Nona might have dipped her pinky in there. Um, me, I don't give a fuck. I'd eat this stuff anyway. What are you gonna do? You know? Um, there's a lot grosser things in my food than Nona's pinky. Even a random Nona has fucking clearly lost her mind. Um, but anyway... This one guy came in and he was like, Hey, where do you have the toast bread? I'm like, what? Que cosa? He's like, the toast bread, come on. I'm like, toasted bread? You want me to toast your bread? Would you like to buy some boiled water? I didn't say that. I thought of that like six years later. I'm like, who the fuck, you can't even toast bread? It's a- like, come on, it's already been baked. All you gotta do is put it in a toaster. You can teach a monkey to use a toaster. So anyway, I'm, I, I can't understand this guy. His hands are full of groceries, so he's not doing the usual freaking Italian, um, you know, hand signals. And finally, my, one of my Italian buddies came up to rescue me, and he's just like, no, this guy, he just wants shitty Wonder Bread. I'm like, oh! I mean, he calls it toast bread because he just has it, like, with toast and jam or whatever, its own thing. He would never just call it regular bread because regular bread's a different thing, so he calls it a toast bread. I was like, oh, for fuck's sakes, I thought he was asking me to toast his bread. That might have been some kind of euphemism, I don't fucking know. Anyway, while I'm thinking about it, one of my favorite moments in uh, grocery history... Was uh, my buddy has a really low, deep voice. <laughs> and fucking, a customer came up and asked a stupid question. She's like five feet away from him. And he's like, What the fuck did she just say? What the fuck is she talking about? And she's like, Looking right in her eyes, like his mouth's hardly moving, but he's talking shit so low that I can hear him, but she can't. So I'm like, fucking laughing so hard. She's like, What the fuck is wrong with this thing, What is she talking about? And, uh, but she can't hear him. So, anyway, I thought that was fucking hilarious. So then, uh, I tried to do something similar. This one girl at work, I I won't call anyone out by name. She started, she's so fucking annoying. And she was busting her balls and giving us a hard time about all this stupid shit. So I tried to do the same thing. So I kind of covered up my mouth and I started doing, like, an impression of her. This goes back to the impression. Now, I will say the impression was spot on, but the thing is, the reason it worked with my buddy is he was doing, a, well, he wasn't doing an impression, he was doing his own voice. He had a very low voice, so, uh, so no one else could hear him unless you were standing right next to him. This lady a, that I was impersonating had a very high-pitched voice. She was like, she was uh, Polish and just had one of those like like voices that just screech through your fucking brain. So anyway I started doing her, I started doing her voice and yeah people around me laugh but everyone in the, like a fucking one mile radius could hear me including the person I was making fun of <laughs> I don't know why it would work. I was ah <laughs> oh, shit see I don't want to even do the impression of her because then everyone's going to know who I'm talking about I also have, fuck, anyone who worked there, I mean, sorry, uh, or anyone who shopped there, anyone within a one-mile radius of that Etobicoke store, actually two Etobicoke stores, and, um, I'm not here to out anybody. Also, I don't want anyone to have fucking PTSD fucking flashbacks by, uh, triggering, you know, triggering them with that fucking voice. Anyway... Um, another great moment I was just thinking of was uh, one of my bosses. I'll call him Sammy. There's like 3,000 Sammys, but you guys all know who I'm talking about. And uh, Sammy wouldn't give a fuck. I uh, hope he's doing well. I don't know. But anyway, uh, he, he was my fa- one of my favorite bosses of all time because... If a manager was like, I need to speak to your supervisor, I'm like, oh, fucking right. Please let me get my supervisor. Because if it was Sammy, he just comes out. He was a fucking... See, the thing is, Sammy's was an old Italian dude, but he sound, I heard him speaking Italian. He sounds awkward as fucking English, but also awkward as fucking Italian. So who knows what his first language was, or if he was like from a different planet, because he just he's fucking hilarious, but he's just like, nah,
1: fuck, Jesus fucking Christ, guys, what the fuck,
0: and then, like, if you guys hear him speak Italian, which I figured he'd sound a little more, um, natural in his, his mother tongue, but he was just, nah,
1: fucking, they, they got merda. It's just, I
0: got so much, I don't know, it didn't sound like he was natural, not either, but anyway, regardless, he was the best fucking supervisor when, I mean, he, he was brutal to work for, Because no matter whatever you were doing, he's like, no,
1: no, no, fuck, no, 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 we're not doing that, no, 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 don't fucking do that.
0: And, um, so, um, I, I mean, I, I I understand my brother's one of these guys, he just says the opposite, holy fuck, man. I don't understand what it is, uh, in my day, as in, like, right now, in the last 20 years, when there's something obstructing your fucking, I was gonna say aisle, because my brain's in grocery mode. If something's obstructing your lane, you fucking yield. Until until it's fucking clear. But so many people are just swerving into the oncoming lane and making the oncoming traffic, like, swerve off the fucking road. Like, that seems to be normal now. Like, what are you doing? What the fuck is your problem? Oh, so anyway, I I learned really quick with uh, Sam, because my brother's one of these guys, and a lot of people like these. They're just contrarians, so it's just a simple matter of... uh, Reverse psychology. So whatever I didn't want to do, I would tell him was really important, and and, I pretend I was really trying hard to get it done. Because whatever it was, he'd come up and go, no, 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 fuck, no, no, no,
1: fuck, fuck. The boss doesn't even want this done. The boss wants this done.
0: He has no idea what the boss wants, or he doesn't even know who the boss is. That's why he's not even using his name. He's like, ah, boss, ah. And uh, so whatever you didn't want to do, just tell him it's not important. You'll do it later, maybe if you get time. But it's not important, and then he'll just flip it like,
1: no, no, what the fuck, no.
0: Now we gotta get this done right now, the boss wants it done! So anyway, that's that, that, that's pretty basic, I mean, manipulating people is very fucking easy, that's the thing, the whole retail business, just like the casino business and so many other businesses, are all about manipulation, you just gotta learn how to trick people into getting shit, taking shit that they don't want, and in this case, getting people to do shit you don't want, the whole world runs on manipulation, is it sneaky? A little bit, is it? But the thing is, it's win-win. I get to do what I want. I don't have to do the shit I don't want. This guy gets to do what he wants the most, which is tell me to stop doing stuff and tell me to do stuff he thinks I don't want to do. That's his. Those are his two favorite things to do. So who's losing? All this work needs to get done. The other thing was, though, this guy, no matter what, one of his, our other bosses, Mike, there's 6,000 Mike, so that's not fucking uh, singling out anybody. For some reason, Mike Sam and uh those were probably the most common ones maybe maybe dave maybe paul i don't know there there was uh, some very you know peter they're all well named peter and paul those but anyway those are very common uh names i love that and <laughs> i think it was family guys like christopher irish or italian last name <laughs> um anyway what was my point did i have one probably not just rambling about the old grocery days um I don't know, I, I, you learn a ton about people in every fucking job, you know, you get to work with a lot of great characters, yeah, a lot of times, the job sucks, the grocery business didn't always suck, I came along when it just started to turn, I love to be along for the ride, watching things go to shit, um, so I, I got trained by the guys that used to make really good money, you know, had really good benefits, real good bennies, and uh, so I learned to work really fucking hard, most importantly, I learned to you know have respect for myself, and and, uh, feel like a good person. And then I applied that to other aspects of my life, of work, school, and other things, you know. Uh, everyone needs that, in, in, whatever the fuck it is, you know. So, for me, it was one of the most valuable, part it was form, in my formative years, it was a very valuable uh, part of my life where I just really, uh, I turned a corner. Because I was in fucking rehab before I worked in a grocery store. And I worked before that, I started working around, well, I mean, I had little stupid fucking jobs, but I started working as a furniture mover when I was like 14, um, that was fucked, but anyway, that taught me that moving furniture sucks, I still do it, but it sucks, um, but anyway, fuck, you'll do anything when you're fucking hungry, man, you're fucking got no money, and you're just, I remember it was seven bucks an hour cash, it felt like so much fucking money. It was a lot more than it is now, but it was still fuck all because <laughs> you're doing a fucking moving job. You know, you're doing three hours of bra- back-breaking fucking labor in the goddamn heat, and then you get twenty-one dollars, and you're like, yes, because to me that was a ton of fucking money. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna get a big extra back then. It was a dollar forty-nine. You know, pack of darts, fucking two dollars, and get the fucking Presto pack. They gotta slide the filters on uh, or whatever. <laughs> ah shit anyway I'd never have a car until I was like fucking 30 years old and uh, the gas was like what was it 60 cents a liter actually it dropped right back down when I moved out here it went down to um, 60, 70 cents a fucking liter and I had a full size truck so I was like fuck alright I'll fucking keep driving this thing till it dies I mean I I was going to anyway but it was a lot more comfortable when the fucking gas was uh, 70 cents a fucking liter damn, but anyway, fuck, when I was living in uh, Trana, driving around all day, the thing is, is most, mostly we were doing local, we did get sent out of town a of time, but mostly we were doing local, I was still burning like $100 a day in fucking gas, because I, I didn't have a diesel truck, I had a cube van and a pickup, and the fucking gasoline was uh, about a buck fifty, which at the time was fucking outrageous, it's still outrageous now, but we just kind of, you know, after a while, the first few thrusts hurt like hell, but after a while, your brain goes somewhere else, and you just uh, you just kind of accept it. I'm talking about sodomy and uh, the price of things. There's very uh, little difference. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I was just thinking of King of the Hill, where his dad takes him to the fucking... I think it's like a, a, a ranch or something, and it's like a bull fucking a cow or something, and... Uh, that's how he learned about sex. So then he takes Bobby to a dairy farm, and there's like this fucking machine, I guess, that blasts fucking loads up into cow- cattle. And uh, <laughs> he's like, "Dad, what the hell is this?" He's like, "Oh, <laughs> um, oh no, no, sorry, I'm I'm I'm, just, I'm I'm going over the fucking most I'm, I'm, I'm uh, rushing past the most important line here was uh, that's how my daddy taught me um, about like sex and then he's like it's also how he taught me about paying taxes <laughs> that's, what, that's what made me think of it uh, but anyway yeah gas and fucking um, whatever the ho- co- housing costs I, I don't want to get political but like the amount of people that are just like it's all Pierre Trudeau's fault it's all Biden's fault and uh, I, I just I'd love to live in a magic land where there's only one bad guy for the whole fucking each country or the whole world or whatever And he's just personally responsible for every problem retroactively since the beginning of time and then all all of the future I could never feel that passionately about any person or find some fucking politician that you just love so fucking dearly with so much like just unconditional love that you could never feel for a real person, but this imaginary image you have of a politician, even the greatest politician in the world, I could never feel that strongly about, like even people I do like, even people in my life I could never love or hate as much as people do, but I don't know, I guess it's just, sometimes you just need a scapegoat. I thought it was funny, I went to the gas pump and someone put a sticker on that was, like, Pierre Trudeau, I guess, I don't know, I, 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 I never really paid attention to that guy, I, I know a lot of people like to get worked up about him, I'm sure he's the most evil person in the fucking world, um, But anyway, I just thought it was funny because someone put a sticker saying that I did this, uh, pointing at the gas price, and the gas price just dropped significantly, so I was like, oh, look at this, someone really likes this guy, he says that he's responsible for the gas, (laughs) for dropping the price of gas, since he every day decides the price of gas. and uh, the the costs of house and the the fate of children and um, every and he, and he also conjures up diseases and storms. Oh yeah, he was also responsible for the ice storm during Christmas. Uh, I, I think actually Joe Biden stole Christmas. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Um, so anyway, yeah, um, they're they're all wicked sorcerers and they just fucking. Uh, I mean, even Hitler, like he he was far more fucking evil, but. Um, He was still just one fucking person. Like, it's like, yeah, let's just dump everything on this one fucking guy. Like, I'm not saying he wasn't guilty. The guy was horrible. All these fucking guys are horrible in their own way. But to imagine, like, one person is responsible for all good. One person is responsible for all bad. I mean, at that point, they just become these fucking gods. Um, at least in people's minds, it's fucked. Anyway, I didn't want to get fucking political. Let's get back to the grocery stories. Um... Oh my god, speaking of which, let's combine those two things. The politics of a fucking small, like... Like, just say a store or something. Like, I mean, there could be a hundred people there, but like... Oh my god, it's pathetic. You have like 30 fucking bosses and the people that like take the hierarchy seriously. It's like... I I remember having to tell this to a couple guys. I was a bit of a dick, but everyone there was a dick. More or less. Um, What's it called? I remember being like, you... Are the biggest ant on a fucking ant hill. Like you, you are in your high school fucking job. This go nowhere, nothing fucking field. It's not a trade anymore. It's a fucking joke. You're you're pretty much a McDonald's worker now. Um, and I don't I don't think any less. Like one of my buddies, one of the most successful guys I've ever known on every front. Uh, one of the best people I've ever known. That guy started out at fucking McDonald's. So I mean, like it just like I'm saying. Like yeah, that's you can. It, it doesn't have to be your final place, but you don't ever have to be ashamed of it. That guy worked harder than fucking most people ever were in their entire life working at McDonald's. They fired like four fucking people, and he just picked up all the fucking slack. And I remember the guy was making 10 bucks an hour back in the 90s, and I thought he was, the, he was one of the richest guys I knew because that was crazy money. He also worked 14-hour shifts seven days a week for months on end and I thought he was super lucky because he had nice stuff I mean, we were all so poor and this guy was like, just, I don't know but then I realized how much it sucked once I started doing the night shifts, the double shifts, the fucking all that shit, I was like yeah, this fucking sucks, especially when you're a fucking teenager and all your friends are partying and having a great time and, and you're like, just breaking your back in this shit fucking job and I don't know that's one of those guys where it's like that's why I don't I age is a fucking number man Because that guy by the time he was 20 lived more than some people will in their entire life as far as uh, Being mature and growing the fuck up not that the guy can't act immature from time to time But I'm just saying like uh, Like that guy I think was in his early 20s when he said he's having a kid I was like why did you wait so long? You know you could have had a fucking kid when you were like 13 (laughs) Because you're so grown up and then there's people who are like 30 or like my case 38 and it's like oh god are you sure you know what you're doing there, you fucking idiot? <laughs> anyway. I, um... Actually, you know, I used to always list someone else when I when I said that. And now I gotta list myself. That sucks. I'm doing alright. My kid's still alive, more or less. Anyway, I love you all. Um, I do have lots more grocery stories I wanted to tell you, but I gotta get into this fucking job here. I love you all, and thank you for listening. God bless your heart. What's happening, everybody? Big Run The Champ here on Big Run The Champ's podcast. Welcome back to another segment. I believe this is number two or three or, oh, Who gives a shit? Does it really matter? It doesn't matter. You're getting a fucking heaping spoonful of Big Run The Champ's hot, fresh content. Served free. I think it's free. I don't know. I mean, you might have to have a Spotify account, but honestly, now that I'm a fucking Spotify um, account holder... um. I, I'm a big fucking fan. Honestly, I, I didn't want anyone to have to subscribe to Spotify to, to, to listen to uh, me. I don't know if that's the case. I, I think you can still listen to it for free, but um, Honestly, I would recommend this shit even if I wasn't sponsored by them. I, I think they're a fan. I, I, I'm not sponsored by them. I wish I were because I actually do think it's a fucking awesome service. The only thing is and I do think I obviously am a huge fan of uh, Netflix and Disney Plus and all that. And I think I've already said all this, but you know what? I like to run. I like to run through the same shit over and over. I um, it's new to me because I can't remember anything. But anyway, um, I fucking love. Not having to store a bunch of shit or rifle through a bunch of fucking uh, CDs and discs and fucking old VHS tapes and shit or whatever. Or even, old, I remember going through records. The one thing, though, is um, one thing you do lose is, is yeah, having the physical album. Going to the store to get an album was so fucking special. And then you come home and you got all this art, especially a record. I don't know if you guys remember the records. Um... And then, and then you get all this fucking art, it opens right up, there's all this art and shit, it's just like, I don't know, it's like it's like when you're a kid you get a new toy, it's like the greatest fucking feeling ever, you know, um, to get something that's new and special, you know, you saved up all your fucking money, and, uh, it, I don't know. Or, um, going to a movie, that's really exciting, that's still exciting, I don't give a shit, I mean, you can still go to the theater, but I mean, not... It, uh, watching shit on streaming service although way more convenient and accessible and absolutely phenomenal, if you try to explain to like you know um, like for example I was listening to uh, the, the new podcast talking about um, the fucking Sopranos one or whatever with Michael per- Imperioli and Steve Sherpa and um, what's it called he's talking about how Marty Scorsese had the most insane fucking movie collection and, like, other studios would come to him all the time because he was the only guy with this crazy movie selection. And that was such a feat that, like, one of the fucking greatest movie makers of all time was one of the only people on the planet to have such a crazy movie collection, to have that huge selection. Now anyone with fucking nine ninety nine or nineteen ninety nine, whatever the fucking cost is currently, uh, a month can have access to even, like, probably fucking, I don't even know how many, exponentially more titles than that guy ever had, you know, it's, but anyway, I always imagine explaining current times to a, um, to a younger version of myself, you know, like, trying to explain, like, the video games we have, or, like, the access to all these movies and shows that you never got to fucking even imagine seeing, um, you know, but you, if you just grew up with all that shit, it would, you know, it wouldn't feel fucking special, or, or whatever, but we all, but, but also, yeah, you would, you would miss out on, uh, That experience of of being excited to go rent a fucking movie and like get some popcorn and and, and sit down and put it in the fucking VCR, I don't know, it's like there's something more to it. But then again, there's also, uh, which is something we all experience where it's just like being young was better than uh, being old. So you you romanticize these fucking things because it just reminds you of being young. And it's just being young that was better than being old. In, in certain aspects. There's a lot of shit about being young that sucked. So uh, don't romanticize it too much. But anyway, that's the point of having kids. You can live vicariously through them. And you can experience things through them. You can push them into things they don't wanna do and live through them. And you can make them, uh, do, uh, acting and fucking join, um, uh, uh, beauty pageants and shit. And no, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, but the vicarious thing is, uh, I, I, yeah, obviously it can be taken through too far. But I can't wait to, like, experience shit again. Um, like through or my kid to experience shit for the first time and witness that or like you know start playing with toys again um or watching stupid fuck well I mean they're gonna have to watch a lot of stupid fucking shit um but anyway I get to uh, what like cause I I don't know there's a lot of cool like fucking Disney and Pixar movies that I don't fucking watch I stopped watching kids stuff a while back and I'm like I I feel like I'm missing out on a lot of shit and uh building Legos that's always fucking awesome like I mean what the who the fuck doesn't want to build Legos Legos that's one of the greatest things I ever did. I mean, it wasn't just awesome, but uh, just following the instructions and building a couple of Lego sets, it's like you, uh, you learn how to follow instructions and build shit. I mean, part of my job now is to uh, build uh, furniture and shit, some of it's real easy, some of it's a fucking bitch, there's like this goddamn novel with 872 steps, there's so many fucking parts, and some of them aren't in English, or they, they're they so fucking confusing that the words aren't helping you at all, you can't even read this shit, and then, um, yeah, so, there's that, anyway. The other thing is a lot of them exist in uh, like when, when you're looking at the pictures and these fucking instructions they're like an optical illusion that exists without gravity or fucking any laws of physics that we we hold true they're these insane fucking things that make no sense at all um, but whatever it is what it is actually uh, Ashley furniture started making these new ones with like full of jokes and shit it's like oh use at least more than Two people to fucking assemble this shit, but choose your you choose your companions wisely. Your sanity depends on it. Like little stupid jokes like that, or it's like I, I just one guy even put a forward, explaining like that. He was gonna f- write these instructions full of jokes, and he's like, I'm making a, or, or he made a joke, and he's like, "so far, so good." Because in sofa, S O F A. Hey, actually, you guys, you can uh, your first. I always start people out giving Spanish lessons is. Uh, La palabra para sofa está sofa. Actually, I think I just fucked that up. Um, But it just, just, as in the word for sofa is sofa. Um, uh, Actually, my first one liner in Spanish is. uh, It's actually the first thing I always say when I meet a Spanish person. I say, uh, Yo puedo puedo hablar 20 o 30 palabras en español cinco seis palabras solamente I don't think I got that right I can't remember the word for butt I think it's sin um, the word for like butt like uh, not uh, butt like ass but uh, that's bulo. or um, was it bunda no I think that's Portuguese that's the other thing there's so much Italian Portuguese mixed in and then there's some French it's like my brain is like doesn't know any fucking language fluently. It's just this fucking melange, which is a French word. But I don't think there's any other word that replaces it, like mix, blend. Melange just... it's just the perfect word for... for that. Anyway, um... What I was trying to say was, I can... I can speak uh... 20 or 30 words in Spanish, but I can only understand 5 or 6 of them. And, um... Yeah, it's kind of like, like a joke, but it's also... I mean, I, I've learned many, many words before I came up with that joke, but um, to actually converse is almost impossible. I mean, I know fucking a lot, but not, I don't know. I'm still not fluent yet. I'm like Peggy Hill at best. <laughs> I don't know. I don't spend enough time around Spanish people. Was, uh, the last time I was trying to converse with a Spanish person, it was a fucking mess. And um, I don't know. Whatever. You got to do it every day. It's like the guy says, in, uh, I love that part in Bojack Horseman where that he's the, he's trying to run and he's like dying, and then the gorilla comes and, and gets him. Um, I don't know. I don't know if he's a gorilla or a monkey or whatever. He's just some wise old monkey guy, and he's like, uh, "Hey man, like he he's like it gets easier, but you gotta do it every day. And you do. You gotta like, the, especially with running, you gotta do it almost every day. Um, you can maybe skip one day here or there, but like you got to get right back at it. Believe me, I was running this morning. It's fucking brutal. But once you get into it, you forget how great it feels. Or maybe you never know how good it feels until you do it. Um, And I'm telling you, every single aspect of your life is better. Um, Just get through those first few runs that fucking really hurt. And then eventually your fucking strength and stamina will increase. Every single aspect of your life gets better. You feel better about everything, physically and mentally. You know, everything is better, and um, I can't stress that enough. I say that more, as much if not more, to myself than anyone else, because um, yeah, motivation has a fucking expiration date. Believe me. when, mo- uh, when mo- uh, there's a good saying about this: when motivation wears off, uh, discipline takes its place. So you gotta kind of like lay that discipline down while you are motivated. So when you're not, you're just like, fuck it. I made a commitment. I gotta fucking do this. You know, you gotta. I don't know, I made a commitment to myself that I was going to try harder, you know, and, uh, well the thing is, I think I'm a dickhead, so why the fuck would I keep that commitment? You gotta make commitments to people you care about. First of all, you gotta, yeah, you gotta make commitments to people you care about if, you, if you're a self loathing fuck. You gotta sort that out as well. That's another thing that will get better when you work out, is, um, you start to feel better about yourself. Now, once you start to feel better about yourself, you want to do more for yourself, but if you hate yourself, you're not going to do shit. Not only are you not going to do shit that's good, you're going to do the worst shit ever. And, um, you know, there's a lot of self-harm, a lot of destructive behavior, a lot of just not giving a fuck, you know. So overindulging and not taking care of yourself, you know, that all stems from uh, not truly uh, loving yourself. As, gay, as fucking whacked as that sounds. I was going to say as gay as that sounds, but it's like, nah, I'm not supposed to say that anymore. As gay as that sounds, you're not supposed to say it anymore. But no, I mean, it's cheesy or fucking whatever um, there's a nicer way to say that, like, it's, it's, you gotta, uh, well, actually, okay, so, the reason we're afraid of certain emotions like that is the same way a lot of people are afraid of homophobia, it's, you're afraid of, um, whatever you perceive as weakness, if people see something as a weakness, they see the weakness in themselves and others, and that makes them really uncomfortable, you know, most of what you find fault in others, um, that we, we dislike the most, or, or can't stand, or can't un, or, or can't even understand, um, are, are problems that we have within ourselves. Even if it's on an unconscious level, you see uh, imperfections in yourself, and then uh, or sorry, yeah, you see the imperfections of yourself and someone else. You know, if you if you look hard enough, eventually you're going to see that, right? Anyway, I feel like I beat this shit to death. And uh, I'd like to talk about something different. So uh, I wrote this thing down. I was thinking about earlier It was a really funny story. It's really hard to get in the headspace of a story Once the moment passes, but um, It was this fucking guy we're doing a job for And he's trying to rent me his uh, basement apartments like I already have a basement apartment. That's nicer than this it costs less Um, So you're not really selling me on it, but I appreciate it, but the one thing I thought was hilarious um, I see what he's sort going on about this range hood he had. And he's like, oh man, he's like, oh yeah, it's like, I got this
1: thing, I installed it myself. It, you know, when you're cooking, and stinking up the place. And this
0: shit, it, it fucking suck up all the bad smell and it'll blow it all outside. And he's doing, he's so dramatic and he's so passionate. It's like, what you are describing, my, my good sir, is a fucking range hood. We work in the HVAC fucking field. I love a good exhaust fan or range hood more than anyone. And I appreciate it, but I've never, like, I've never been sold on an apartment or house or something because of that feature. Like, I don't have one in my house right now. It's stupid that I don't. But my house predates that shit by a long shot. But anyway, I loved his passion. I was like, I've never heard a range hood described so passionately. Like, he just invented this technology. I guess because it was new to him. Um, Like he was just describing it like no one else had ever heard of a range hood in their life Um, And I loved that. I absolutely loved his passion and um, It was funny my my partner my African partner there he uh, He asked him how much the rent was because he he just he was building his own uh, basement apartment So, you know, he would always inquire about people's uh, basement apartments just seemed like you know what people pay for rent or whatever The funny thing was is this guy's like no no man. No. He's like what and he's like, no, I don't rent the blacks. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? He's like, yo, man. and Because the guy
1: was black. He's like, I hate to turn my back on my people. But the fucking black people that rented here before, man, they fucking trash the place. They never pay me shit.
0: And he starts going off. We were laughing so hard, man. I just love it. He just flat out told him, I don't rent the black people. <laughs> I fucking never heard anyone say that. Or... um. I don't know, I, I, I fucking love that so much I was like, oh shit, Kobe The funny thing is, is Kobe uh oh, fuck, I shouldn't, I shouldn't call him by name That's not his real name um, But anyway, that, that guy has like 17 names And that's that's not even a real name um, Regardless, he's um, <laughs> He fucking He found a white guy, the last white guy in fucking Brampton To uh, rent his apartment to And uh, oh my god, he's breaking his balls for <laughs> like I fucking love that. I'm like, you got the last white guy in Brampton. You're breaking his balls relentlessly. Um, ah, fuck. You're going to end up with so many fucking, um, of your family members are going to fucking start pouring in from Africa and fucking living in your house and paying you nothing. (laughs) Ah, shit. You're going to, by the end of it, you're going to be like, I don't rent to blacks. Get the fuck out of (laughs) here. I fucking wish I was in a financial position to buy my first... When I moved out here, the townhouse I was living in, we could have fucking bought... If we could have bought it, we could have... uh, It would have... um, It actually over doubled in value so fucking rapidly um, just because of how fucked up the housing market is. And um, But anyway, I wouldn't have done it for the money. I don't give a fuck about money, as I've, I've often stated. Um... But what I would have loved to do would have just because, like, we had so many racist neighbors that would come over and be like, did you know there were coloreds in the neighborhood? Like, what? Coloreds in the neighborhood. Na- like, I swear to God, someone came over, more than one person came over to tell us that. That, oh, sorry, only one person used that phrasing. We had, like, five times, like, what? Like, what fucking year is this? Um, like, is this Archie Bunker? Is this fucking all in the family? And uh, she's just, like, going on like coloreds. I'm like, okay. I I didn't... I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't notice. Um, If they do live in the neighborhood, they've never bothered us. And I'll tell you right now, it's, like, fucking white people with nothing to do. Like, this person right here are the most annoying neighbors I've ever had. I've lived in plenty of black neighborhoods, Indian neighborhoods, fucking... I don't know, like, Russian-Ukrainian neighborhoods they used to get along. um, Fucking... Koreans, um, the Serbians, the fucking Irish, and the fucking Polish, the Italians, I, I can't think of a neighborhood I, I didn't live amongst, these uh, or a, a group of people I didn't live amongst. I honestly genuinely love everybody, but it's white honky crackers with nothing to do, and I don't know, I think maybe it's like this for other cultures, like other uh, cultures, uh, they get up in each other's business and bust each other's balls, maybe that's what it is, but um, I never had that problem with anyone else uh, other than fucking white honky crackers with nothing to do. They annoy the shit out of me. Um, or especially like white trash people that scream out, Or even like rich white people, Like that, with that, when they have nothing to do, they're just as fucking goddamn annoying. Um, but anyway, I digress. And then um, she's going on and on and on and on. She's like, oh my god, I can't believe that you're over here annoying the shit out of us talking to us about some you're you're worried about some other neighbors doing what? What are you what are you worried they're gonna do? Like <laughs> it's like the whole town's full of scuzzbucket criminals that are white and like what now there's gonna be black people running amok. I and I'm telling you then uh, the guy who owned the house came over and he was like freaking out and he's like, Oh yeah fuck it I didn't know. I just fucking rented the place online. Now I got fucking black people working there. He's like if you could do me a favor, just keep an eye on the place and like I don't even know. Like, yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm going to fucking set up a fucking uh, guard tower right here. I, I can work every single day. I'm going to come home and and, and keep on the lookout for these blacks. And until <laughs> this day, I never even fucking noticed these guys. I never even saw them. Certainly was never bothered by them. And it's just like, oh, yeah, for fuck's sakes. It's the most garbage fucking people, too. And it's like, ah. Uh... It's like uh, Terrence Howard said in uh, Crash, you embarrass me, you embarrass yourself. (laughs) Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But anyway, I digress. Now it's the fucking Dutch. Jesus Christ with the Dutch. Fuck. Uh, Whatever. I'm just joking. I love the Dutch. Actually, one of my uh, one of my Dutch friends, I was saying uh, how I love every fucking group of people. It's just like I love every genre of music, every type of food, every type of fucking everything, until it gives me reason otherwise. I could never just pick one area, one group of people, one genre of music, one type of food. Uh, I I couldn't even imagine. But I think there's good and bad in every group. I think there's good and bad in everyone. There's good and bad everywhere. Um, and then he's like, "You haven't met." <laughs> the way he said it, though, was like... Or he's like, I, I I, don't even think he said that. He's like, you haven't spent much time with Dutch people or something. I was like, oh, gosh. Because, yeah, every group of people, I guess they irritate the most of them. They irritate themselves the most because they're right up each other's ass and each other's business and shit. Actually, uh, I, was, I was watching something about, like, the, the people in the world that live the longest and, like, the key to living the longest is everybody that looks out for each other and takes care of each other. And as much as I love that, and I try to do that as, as much as I can, some days I'm just like, get the fuck away from me. Stop asking me what I'm doing. Stop fucking busting my balls. Stop fucking, you know, um, yeah, I'd rather just fucking die young than have everybody up in my business giving me a hard time about every fucking thing I'm doing and being stressed out and irritated all the time. But, uh, you know, that's that's my own fucking problem. Anyway. I, my point being, uh, I, I'm off on a fucking tangent now, is I really would have loved to have bought that place and rented it to fucking, it's ex- only fucking black people, um, the loudest fucking black people I could find, you know, and just like, just know, all day, every day, just blasting fucking music, um, even if they don't want to, just, just be the, I don't know, just irritate the shit out of these fucking people that irritated the shit out of us, um, with their yelling and their swearing and their fucking annoying ass fucking rambling, um, yeah, just give them no moment of peace, I would have loved that, I mean, vengeance is a beautiful fucking thing, I mean, some might say that would be petty or that would be this or that, but anyway, um, that street could use some more fucking color. And, uh, I would have loved to fucking been able to help you. I would have given them a fucking... I, I would have I given them a huge discount on rent just because it would make me happy every fucking day. Honestly, though, I uh, aside from any fucking vengeance or race thing, I, I would love to just own properties and just give people cheap rent. I would fucking just... I wouldn't even try to make any fucking profit. I just want some people to have a good place to fucking live. Um, that, that was something I always wanted to fucking do. I think it's so fucked up that, uh... That, that people keep, um, like a basic fucking human need, uh, that people can just keep that from you, or anybody, it just, you know what I mean, and, and people, just some people are, are uh, entitled to have like a fucking decent life, but other people aren't, uh, some people should get to eat, some people should get to sleep inside and have a house, or have a fucking a good standard of life, but other people shouldn't, I, I fucking don't want to live in that fucking world, um, certainly, I don't want to contribute to it, but I mean, yeah, whatever. I mean, I barely fucking, I, uh, I don't know. The thing is, is I'll never have any money, but if I did, would that, if I ever did get lots of money and properties, would I still be a good person, or would I turn, would the money turn me into a piece of shit, you know, or uh, I don't know. Also, I don't want to have my kids grow up. I want them to struggle. I want them to know the fucking struggle. I don't want them to fucking grow up thinking that life is easy. I meet way too many people in the daily who fucking grew up way too fucking soft, way too easy. And uh, didn't do them any good. Holy shit. Not everybody. I don't deal in absolutes. You guys know that. But uh, holy fuck, man. Anyway, I digress. Anyway, I'm going to wrap this up. This is your host, Big Ron the Champ. Thank you for listening to me. And, um, yeah, if I ever do have a fucking uh, house, I'm going to buy a house in the most annoying fucking white people neighborhood, and I'm going to be, like, just the opposite of that guy. That's, I've, no, I'm going to be the same as that guy. I hate to turn my back on my people, but no fucking whites. <laughs> No fucking, I'm gonna have like a fucking skin tone fucking uh, palette thing. It's just like, if you're fucking lighter than this tone, get the fuck out of here. I'll play some like fucking Garth Brooks music or some like fucking kid rock. If you start bobbing your head because you like it, I'll be like, no, nope, get the fuck. Actually, one time, my bike, <laughs> you're driving around blasting kid rock. I fucking used to hate that shit. I, I, I think that guy's awful, but, um,. I now, I, I just listening to that shit reminds me of driving around with my buddy and just being really, really happy because I was young and um, having a good time. But anyway, the <laughs> he's like, our neighbors upstairs are white trash. I'm like looking around at us like, poor shit, fucking absolute disaster, especially me. And I'm like, wait, why? Why are they white trash? Uh, more so than anyone else around here. <laughs> and he's like... He's like, because they're listening to Kid Rock. And I'm like... Okay, you've been blasting that shit for fucking... For fucking days in the car. I don't get it. Why, 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 why That makes you white trash? I mean, I agree with you. But I mean... He's like... In the car is fine. At home, you're fucking trash. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. I love these fucking rules. But anyway... I... Uh, don't listen to Kid Rock at home. Don't listen to that shit ever. If you if you if you just want to fucking not be trash, but if you have to listen to it in the fucking car, okay? No, again, uh, you can like any fucking music you want. I, I fucking that that's uh, one one thing I could never stress enough. You can never let anyone make you feel bad about liking some fucking music or liking anything. Um, your feelings are yours. Oh God. Getting in touch with feelings. It's fucking, it's goddamn fucking horrible. But anyway, I am going now. I love you all. Thank you for listening to me. And, uh, yeah, be well. Woo doggy! Welcome back to Big
1: Ron the Champ's podcast. I'm your host, Big Ron the Champ. Today's episode is brought to you by the local McDonald's. Whatever your local McDonald's is, whatever they want to do it, they do it. You ever try one of them chai latte dillies? Damn, it's sweet, it's cold, it's uh, it's mighty fine, I tell you. Generally, I don't look too kindly on them crazy foreign foods, but a nice chai latte with your big back is not a bad idea. And doggy, doggie's a hot one today. I tell you, I'm saving money on uh, sunblock and haircut, but any savings are going straight to the... uh, Straight to the pharmacy for that uh, sunscreen. And by that, I mean I'm going bald. (laughs) I got less and less hair every day and much more forehead, I'll tell you. And uh, it needs to be blocked from the sun. Let's just face it. What am I going to do? Buy one of them straw hats? Do I look like a guy who wants to wear a straw hat? I don't work on a rice paddy.
0: Anyway, where were we? Um, fuck, I was just uh, reminiscing about some of our crazy parties back in the uh, back in the day. here um, one of these taggers things got really messy and uh, fucking. I don't. I don't know. Like, there was a lot of fighting going on, and I don't even really give a shit about like just plain old fist fighting. But it's when people start using weapons, uh, it's like ah, oh, this is gonna get a little too messy. You know, just just fight with your fucking fists, or you know, how about how about a good old game of fucking Scrabble? Okay, word, word place uh, word based board games. I feel like is a is a more appropriate way to settle a score. Anyway, um, yeah, this one guy, he just fucking wouldn't stop. He just kept coming at me. I don't know what the fuck. I didn't know what the hell his problem was. So I remember uh, one of my buddies grabbing. He's like, okay, we got to launch this motherfucker out of here. And I remember it was a very crowded room. And we just fucking charged him and fucking threw him out the door and he fucking lands on the ground but he didn't fucking, he still was at him and he still kept coming at me I was like, dude, you gotta stop. So I fucking grabbed my pipe and I, I put him on the ground I just started swinging my pipe really hard right next to his head. I had this beautiful uh, black iron pipe I used to use. And um, baseball bats are really fucking expensive. It's ridiculous. You can get a piece of pipe for a fraction of the cost. But one thing I will say is don't thread the, the end you're uh, holding. Because if there's threads on that end, it's going to rip your old fucking hand up. Or just do a few threads if you're threading it yourself. And then put a cap on it and then just take the shit out of it. And it'll be like a baseball bat. It'll have a nice little handle. But then what you need to do is you need to put an increaser on and go to a, a higher, a, a bigger size. Um, I don't know. I prefer gas pipe myself. But uh, you can go galvanized. Um, or, uh, I don't know there, there's so many fucking ways to go, but just make sure the end you're swinging or sorry The end you're holding doesn't weigh or weighs less than the fucking other end Just again like you're, you're trying to emulate kind of like a baseball bat it has like that perfect fucking uh, weight distribution so Actually, I used to use mine as a baseball bat for just fucking knocking home home runs out into the out into the Rexdale sky god fucking those were those things like <laughs> they weren't baseballs fuck I'm not a millionaire there's just any like tennis balls I would find or fucking pine cones or whatever um <laughs> anyway but this fucking guy just would not calm the fuck down like I was trying not to smash his head in but like from another angle it actually looked like I was I was like actually like cracking the fucking um the stone pavers on the ground and then um, some guys actually did come up and kick, it, kick the guy's head in, I believe. But anyway, I talked to this guy the next day, and he's like, yeah, man, somebody uh, somebody took my shoe. It's like, well, okay, that, that makes sense. That That's a good reason to fucking almost get killed. Um, you know what I mean? Like walking home with one shoe, like that wouldn't have been comfortable, but like walking, walking home with like your head smashed in by a fucking pipe is probably a lot less comfortable. But anyway, I'm like, I didn't have your fucking shoe. Like, what would you make you think that I would ever... Ta- I've never taken anyone's shoe in my fucking life. Why the fuck? And why would I just take one? Apparently, some guy went and took, like, a, every left shoe. There was a whole collection of shoes. Like, okay, first of all, that's absolutely fucked. That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard of. But a lot of crazier things happened. Uh, but second of all, who the fuck is taking their shoes off in that place? It was fucked. Um, I lived there and I wouldn't take my fucking shoes off. Actually, there was a time where we kept the place clean. We actually used to clean all the floors and fucking, uh, keep things clean. But after a while, it was like, fuck, man. Fuck that shit. This place is fucked. But anyway, what are you going to do? I remember, um, another evening just popped in my head. This is a different house, different place. Um, (laughs) we were partying all night and then around like, I don't know, it must have been around, like, 6 a.m. The sun was coming up, and um, we walked upstairs, and our our front window was smashed in. We're like, fuck. Um, Actually, it wasn't smashed in, but it was broken. And uh, someone said, oh, someone fucking uh, must have threw a brick through our window or smashed our our window in or something. And um, it was so funny because we're all fucked. Like, we've been fucking going at it all night, and we're just like, oh, what the fuck? And then... um, Anyway, we're trying to figure it out, <laughs> we're like, we're like trying to be like detective Sherlock, Hawking Holmes on the scene, and it's like, wait, look at all this broken glass outside, the shot came from inside the house, and then, um, oh yeah, that's why it wasn't smashed in, it was smashed out, <laughs> uh, the key phrasing there, but anyway, um, we're like, why would someone smash our window in anger? And my buddy came over without skipping a beat, without like this is like without even thinking about it. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, the glass only goes to here. If it was done in anger, the glass would be here and beyond. I'm like, where the fuck are you getting that measurement? Like, cause he instantly had that. He was just like, like he's like, like he's thumbing through the book of fucking uh, window smashing investigation. And like, how the fuck can you gauge the fucking how angry this person was by how far this fucking glass smashed. I just, I don't know, it was the funniest fucking line, I'll never forget it. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway. It's important to know the distance in which the glass the got from the fucking window. And uh, to know uh, the if the person was angry, sad, happy. You know, if a shot was uh, good done in anger, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, speaking of uh, random acts of... Uh, Violence and Destruction, I just watched that movie uh, Nobody, with Bob Odenkirk Fuck, who would have ever pegged that guy as a fucking uh, action star Fuck's sakes, you know it's just like this weaselly little fucking nerdy guy Um, But, no, he fucking did such a good job, it's uh, very, very I don't know, I really enjoyed it, it was a good fucking movie Actually, the last um, action movie, actually those John Wick movies were fucking awesome but uh, the last action movie I really enjoyed was um, The Equalizer. Anything with Denzel is good. He's fucking amazing. But um, The Equalizer is really good. You know, especially because he's a guy who works in a hardware store. You know, it's like, hey, I could be that guy. You know, uh, everyone loves a good story like that. Obviously, he's uh, fucking much more than that. But it's—I don't know—it's a, it a cool fucking movie. You know. I really like that movie. Um Leon the Professional or whatever. But fucking... I don't know why that just popped in my head. I guess I was thinking about uh, movies that, like, with people like doing revenge and stuff like that. Uh... <coughs> anyway. But it's like... I don't know. It's got serious pedo vibes. Like the little kid and this guy. And it's just like... I don't know. fucking weird. But I love that. That guy's really good anyway. Most of the movie's pretty awesome other than the whole pedo shit. Um, but I fucking love Gary Old Man. He's so fucking good. Always. Fuck, you guys ever watch uh, True Romance? That's such a fucking masterpiece. What a what a fucking solid movie. That has one of the, probably the best fucking casts, like, of any movie. Like, you know what I mean? You got fucking, um. Christian Slater is the star of the movie. I don't even really much think... I've never been overly jazzed by that guy, but he does a really good job in that movie. Um, uh, Patricia Arquette, she's fucking phenomenal. She's always good, though. Uh, James Gandolfini's in that movie. He's really fucking good. He's, up, I mean, he's fucking awesome. But uh, it's too bad that guy I didn't get to do more shit because he's a really good fucking actor. Um, anyway, there's fucking Pierce... Uh, Brosnan Pinchot from Perfect Strangers, Belki Big-time fucking uh, ha- <laughs> Big-time Hollywood superstar uh, Chris Penn and Tom Sizemore really fucking good. Samuel Jackson's in that motherfucker um, Fuck who else? There's so many guys I can't even think of them all. Brad Pitt's in it. And he's like this fucking hurting ass. The one thing I do like about Brad Pitt, he's like in- incredibly good looking like one of the best looking guys on the planet. But he will take the role of the stoop, like, the fucking grossest guy, the fucking most hurting douchebag ever. Like, in this movie, he's just like this fucking loser stoner that lives in a fucking trailer. He lives with Michael Rapaport. He's in it. I always love Michael Rapaport. Holy fuck, I'm in a torrential fucking downpour here. I can't see anything. Um, but anyway... I can't remember the guy's name. It's, it, even though I, I'm in this storm and I'm probably going to die, it's important that I try to remember every actor from this fucking movie from the 90s. Um, <laughs> the, fuck, what the hell's the guy's name? He, he was on uh, Frasier. He played. Um, he was also on Curb Your Enthusiasm. He was one of Funkhauser's cousins or some shit. But uh, he played uh, Donnie. He almost married Daphne and um, Frasier. And it was funny because his name was... Uh, his name was Donald Ronald Douglas or some shit. I was like, "Hey, my name's Ronald Douglas, right?" So uh, that that that's it made it more funny to me because his name sounds stupid. Mine is cool. Oh yeah, fucking Val Kilmer, um, James Hopper, no, Dennis Hopper. Fucking fucking names up. That that, that was such a good fucking scene uh, with Dennis Hopper and Christopher Walken. Just fucking phenomenal. See, the thing is, when I grew up uh, watching Saturday Night Live, that was the first thing I ever saw Christopher Walken, and I had no idea he did. I thought he was just does comedy, but he, he's such a good fucking actor in serious fucking roles. Um, but anyway, Gary Oldman is fucking amazing in that uh, in that movie. Actually, everybody gives a good performance. It's such a it's such a good fucking movie. I think. Tarantino wrote that movie. I think that was like the, one of the first ones he wrote, but whatever. Anyway, so, um, the girl who played fucking Meadow on The Sopranos, Jamie Lynn, whatever, Siegler or some shit, anyway, she also says that she didn't watch the show. She's never actually watched the show. Same thing with, uh, like I said before about that fucking, uh, the kid who played, um, Anthony Jr., he said he's never actually watched the show. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? It's like, first of all, it's like one of the best shows ever made of all time. Second of all, like, you were in the fucking thing. What are you doing? Watch the fucking show. I don't know. What are you going to do? If I, if I were to say anything, if I could summarize it in one word, it's not even a word. And one sound, I'd go, oh! Oh! <laughs> anyway. Fuck, the, the guy that plays uh, Tony Cerico. <laughs> Uh, Paulie, well, the guy who, sorry, the guy who plays Paulie Walnuts, uh, Tony Sirico, he's just like, he's just that guy in real life. Fucking hilarious. I don't know, he's, he's fucking funny. But he's he's a serious fucking guy. <laughs> Apparently, like, between takes or whatever, before a scene, he'd be like, hey, come here, come here. And he'd fucking spray like, the knock and whoever's, like, the other actor's mouth. He'd be like, hey, there, there you go. Like... <laughs> like Basically just telling their fucking breath stinks. <laughs> oh fuck, I don't know, I thought that was hilarious. But there's so much shit like that. But yeah, that guy was a real gangster at one point. He was in, uh, I can't remember which family it was now. Bananos or fucking Lombos or some shit? I can't remember, but anyway, yeah, he was actually a mob guy. Um, but anyway, fucking fantastic actor. Uh, fuck, I love everything I see him in, he's good. I, lo- I love that fucking character though, Paulie's character, because, I mean, the, the whole show is like, because it's fucking, it's serious, it's dramatic, it, there's action, it's fucking funny, um, but especially Paulie's fucking hilarious, like, I love when he's in the coma, like, Tony's sitting there in the coma, and he's fucking just complaining, and then, like, in the coma, he's like, shut the fuck up, because he can, like, hear this guy complaining nonstop, or when they're like, only positive vibes, don't say anything negative, he walks in, and he's like, oh my fucking god, he looks terrible! <laughs> oh man, it's so fucking funny. But he's having that whole existential crisis because he finds out who his ma is and it's like, then he loses his faith in the church because, <laughs> I don't know, it's so fucked up. Or, or that was a whole separate thing actually, in losing his faith. But uh, anyway, I just fucking love that character, love that show. All around anyway, I love you guys as well, um, even more so because you're real people to me, not just imaginary characters. Anyway, I um, I gotta get into this fucking hardware store, got a big fucking weekend here. My mom's coming to visit for the uh, to meet the baby for the first time, it's a big fucking deal. My aunt's coming too, so I've got a lot of stuff to do. Anyway, I love you guys very much. Be well. <music>